Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's about time for 2023 position previews. Let's start off with catcher up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Monday, February 6th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And Scotty, let's start off with your catcher outlook for this season and maybe some strategy, one catcher versus two catcher leagues. Yeah, the outlook at catcher is as good as it's ever been for as long as I've been playing fantasy. I'm not even saying just writing about fantasy. Since I've been playing fantasy, which goes back to the 2000 season, <laughs> the year 2000, I've, n- I've never remember catcher being this deep. It's just been the perfect combination of A, uh, a lot of prospects coming up all at once and almost all of them hitting, like being successful, and B, At-bats have been more available for catchers with the introduction of the DH spot to the NL. You're seeing a lot of these good-hitting catchers just slide over to DH on their off days, and so they're getting... You know, we had 10 get over 400 at-bats last year. In 2021, it was only six. So it's... You know, they're 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 not at such a disadvantage for playing time as as um, we're used to seeing. So I see it as nine catchers who are really good. I'd be happy with any one of them as my starter. And then on top of those nine, there are four others who I think could be in that group. Uh, they include Tyler Stevenson, Travis Darno, MJ Melendez, and Cal Raleigh. Little lower on them. I'd rather not have to draft one of them. I'd rather stick with the nine. But if I have to, um, they could end up being very productive themselves. Uh, one catcher league versus two catcher league. I think it's more important to get one of the nine in a one catcher league. You have fewer lineup spots to work with, and you want to make sure you get as much impact as you can with what you have. Two catcher leagues, I'm less concerned about it, but I still want to get one of those nine. And, uh, you know, if my second catcher is somebody not that interesting or exciting, you know, that that's fine. I, I probably would go for somebody interesting and exciting like a prospect like Francisco Alvarez or Logan Ohapi, but I don't want to pay up for two catchers in a two-catcher league. You got a lot of other spots to work with. And Scott, based on ADP, you're right. There is more talent at the position this year versus last year. There are 10 catchers going inside the top 120 picks. Last year, we had just five based on ADP inside the top 120. So more talent at the position, which is a great thing for fantasy baseball. Speaking of which, Scott, who is the catcher that you want most, all things considered, upside, downside, ADP, who do you want? This is going to be a common theme across positions. I basically said there are nine catchers that I feel really good about, that I'd be happy, like thrilled to get as my starter. So I'm looking at the back of that group in terms of uh, who gets drafted where. And it's it's generally one of two players. It's um, Sean Murphy, the Braves' new catcher, or it's William Contreras, the guy the Braves gave up to get Sean Murphy. He's now the catcher in Milwaukee. 
And uh, I mean, both were great last year. Both were basically must-start players. William Contreras, because he was splitting time with Travis Darno in Atlanta, he had, he had a little bit of, he had some playing time issues, but he was one of the most prolific home run hitters at the position. He's the brother of longtime standout Wilson Contreras. And if you look at their stack cast pages side by side, eerily simu- similar. I think in Milwaukee, William Contreras is going to have less competition for a bats and, and could get even better than he was last year. He was good enough last year to be a starter in fantasy. And then Sean Murphy, I think uh, his stock could go up, moving to a much better lineup after being in Oakland last year, now being in Atlanta, better park. Uh, and he really showed improvement over the final four months. His strikeout uh, rate dropped 10 percentage points. He hit about 280 during that stretch. And if those gains hold, in addition to the better lineup, I think Sean Murphy could be a true stud at the position. So I'm happy with either one of those. I'd rather not reach the position. I'd rather not pay up for JT Real Muto, for instance, because uh, a lot of times, particularly in one-catcher leagues, the back end of that nine, they go a lot later. I agree with you completely, Scott, about both of those guys. I do prefer Sean Murphy by a hair. If you look at the home road splits in his career, 212 batting average, 684 OPS in Oakland Coliseum. 257 batting average and 820 OPS everywhere else on the road. So I have a feeling that I'm going to be drafting a lot of Sean Murphy as well. And one other name I wanted to mention, the brother of William Contreras, Wilson Contreras, someone I'm going to be drafting a lot as well. The ADP is 102. He's going pretty late. He's very proven. He's going to hit you 240 to 250. Uh, low to mid-20s in terms of home runs, and I think the counting stats could be better now that he's joining the St. Louis Cardinals as well. So I do like Wilson quite a bit. What about a bus, Scott? Who is a catcher that you're looking to avoid this season? So I mentioned Cal Raleigh's in the 13, who could join the 9, that the, the last four who could join the 9. He's the scariest one to me. He did tie for the position lead with 27 home runs last year, but he sold out for them completely, strikeout rate up near 30%. The an extreme fly ball rate, the second highest among hitters with 400 at bats. So the batting average was low and I don't see a lot of room for it to improve for Cal Raleigh. And in fact, they could completely tank to the point he's losing playing time and not giving you what you invested in him. So Cal Raleigh is the one I'm avoiding. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the fantasy baseball today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Odyssey app or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to fantasy baseball today in five. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye.